let's lift our hearts with our hands. Let us love the God of heaven and earth. Lord, I worship the great Lord. eternal God of Abraham, Isaac, I and Jacob. I love you, Lord, and I praise your great and mighty and holy name. And you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the God of gods. We give you praise and glory and honor tonight, Lord. We want your holy presence right here. And everybody said amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. I'm going to turn your attention, of course, to God's holy word. I have no use for poetry or prose or human literature, but I sure do like God's Word. I love His Word. I want to love it more. Everybody said hallelujah, hallelujah. and everybody said praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. I'm going to turn your attention to Matthew, Matthew's account of the gospel. Two verses tonight one of them in Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, Matthew chapter 16, and I would like for you to look at verses 17 through 19, Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. This is the flesh on earth speaking and making a reference to the Spirit, my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I'd like once again to ask you to look at a scripture with me, scripture setting, Revelation, the book of Revelation, last book of the New Testament, last book of the Bible. Chapter 1. I'm in verse 17 of chapter 1. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Verse 18, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. Uh, you may be seated. The Lord bless you. I trust that you noticed that Jesus made it crystal clear that what he was imparting to his children, to his disciples, to his trainees, he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And he said, I'm giving you the keys. Giving you the keys. Now, Jesus, in his teaching, in his earthly ministry, he upbraided and rebuked rather soundly some people who he said, you have the key, and he said, but you won't use it, and you hinder others. Matter of fact, he said, you've, you've taken away that key. You've hidden that key, if you please. And he said, and you won't use it, 
and you hinder others who would use it. Let me say tonight to you, as Jesus said to his children, he said, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. I'd like you to notice in Revelation, after having been crucified and buried and then having arisen again from the dead, that he, Jesus, had showed himself alive with many infallible proofs and then sent his children to an upper room, a church house, and there they begin to worship and praise and magnify him as per instructions. They were obedient to his word as others were disobedient. The Bible teaches, of course, that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. And the Bible furthermore teaches us that the Lord used Peter, who he initially gave the keys to the kingdom to. They were for all of them and for the body of Christ, the church, but most especially, of course, in the hands of the ministry. And Peter was chosen that day, and because he also was chosen and given the revelation of who Jesus was. And, of course, Jesus made it crystal clear that you didn't get that from poetry or prose or literature or some kind of earthly thinking because no man can know who the Father is except it's revealed to him, your Bible said. And Jesus made it clear that flesh and blood didn't give you that knowledge and that insight, Peter, but it was the Spirit that revealed that to you and the same spirit because there's only one spirit because there's only one God and his name is one and that name above every name is Jesus Christ and so he made it abundantly clear when he used Peter on the first day of the church that he Jesus gave birth to and he put Peter forth to preach the word of the Lord on that first day of the church, giving the first message, and Peter began to preach the words that the Spirit gave to him, using, if you please, coming to that place where people said, well, we're locked out here by sin and trespasses and unbelief and believing wrong things, and so Men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter had the keys that Jesus gave to him, and he said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I want you to notice the last book of the Bible, Jesus still had the keys. The church still has the keys. We still have the message, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Jesus said, I've got the keys. And I'm telling you what he gave to his church in the beginning. His church had it all the way through and will have it at the end. The way the same babies were born into the church in Acts 2 is the same way the last ones will be born into the church before Jesus returns for the body of Christ. We still got the keys. In spite of people who would be ashamed, people who would back up, people who would substitute poetry and prose and literature, and man's thinking, Jesus said that's vanity. He said it's vain, it's worthless. 
when you start teaching for doctrines the commandments of men when you start substituting you're not gonna you're gonna find that those keys don't work you probably most of you got keys in your pocket or your purse somewhere but they're not gonna work on my house they don't work on my lock and I want you to know the keys of this world do not work on the lock of hearts of men that and women that are lost and undead and children that are going in wrong directions but the church has the keys and we're not gonna sit on those keys we're not gonna hide those keys and we're not going to cease to use those keys. We, by God's grace, will continue to preach the word of the Lord. The words that he gives to us. The chapter and the verse. The subject matter. The truth of the scriptures that have been revealed to his church. People want to... We, My wife and I had occasion to... Uh, do a little business for the church and the gentleman that was helping us he uh, funny thing was his name was Humphrey and I said well we have Humphrey I said but that's his last name but anyway we uh, opened a little door of conversation with him and when he told him when we told him where we were from Belglade he said sometimes he said we go up there and he said so we'll have to try to get by and visit you I said, well, we told him he was surely welcome and gave him the information that he needed. And uh, in the process of it, got to witness to him a little bit. And it was, you know, it's, it's always amazing the creativity that people employ when they're trying to get around what the Scriptures are saying. And he tried to tell me that all the, we know that all the churches in Revelation uh, didn't all have a good report. And I said, well, I said, they all had their own personality, that's for sure. And I said, but uh, you might want to remember that they are all just individual congregations. But they all came out of Jerusalem where Jesus started the church. And I said, sir, you can trace any denomination you want back to their founder and where their thinking plan came come, came from. But you're, you want the what Jesus started, you got to go to Acts chapter 2. That's where Jesus gave birth to his church. And that's the only church that you ought to be interested in because that's the only church that's got the keys to the lock of your problem. Problems. You're going to try to substitute psychology and try to substitute uh, different forms of man's thinking. Try to employ uh, natural minds to do a spiritual job and you're going to continually find yourself locked out. What's going to open the door, to uh, the prison door, to spirits that are in prison it's going to be the words of the Lord Jesus Christ in revelation and in subject matter it's not going to be man's commandments and man's ideas and man's being dreams and it's not going to be done by people who hold truth in unrighteousness who sit on it who put a bushel basket over it and shove it under the bed somewhere no my friend you got to get this out where everybody can see it we got to be like the apostle Paul said I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the power of God unto everyone that believeth. It will save you. It is the salvation of God. We must stand up. 
We want to raise up children to stand tall in their generation, surrounded with negative peer pressure, like the three Hebrew children. We're raising children, got them on the right diet, so that they can stand tall and strong and even glorify God in the fire. We're not raising wimps. Jesus said, what wants you out to see a reed shaking in the wind? That's not what we're raising. We're not not raising that. We're not raising wishy-washy people. We're not raising people who shrink back in the face of false doctrine and people who manifest attitudes. There is a, a truth that must be conveyed if we really love the lost and we really want to reap the harvest then we've got to hang on to the keys and use the keys employ the keys they will open the lock to people's hearts they will unlock those prison doors and people just like you will get baptized in Jesus name and will be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and will have the light of life and will have the keys of knowledge and will have the wisdom and the understanding and the glory of God in everything else that Jesus Christ is offering to his church and through his church. He gave birth to a church and launched them, sent them out into a lost and a dying world until the city of Jerusalem, the the leaders or the false leaders with the false doctrine cried out and said, you have filled this city with your doctrine. You better believe we are and we're going to fill every city that we can and God would let us. We're going to fill everywhere we go. We're going to fill people with the doctrine and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Christ and I hope they don't get offended I hope they don't shrink back but I'll tell you they need to know it know it in wisdom give it in wisdom give it in love give it with compassion but give it get those keys out and use them they will unlock the door they'll get people out they'll get spirits out of prison people are locked up by all kinds of spirits Bible said very plainly in one place more than one but one place in particular I'm thinking of that uh, Jesus was out among the people and he came to an individual and it said that he had a, a dumb spirit that means he was mute he could not speak and when Jesus had casted out the dumb spirit then the person began to speak and everybody marveled and they watched to see let me tell you something Jesus can give you something worth talking about if you're willing to use what you've got for his glory friend he's going to loose you from spirits he's going to send his church to your door knocking on your door he's going to send the church to your job he's going to send the church and put it right in your pathway and when we get there from the youngest to the oldest we're going to know what to say we're going to know what key to use and we're not going to be ashamed about it we're not going to shrink from it we're not going to back up from it and we're not going to water it down either amen thank God for the, the church that Jesus gave birth to that has persevered all these centuries never interrupted the enemy has tried many a time to stop the church. But Jesus said, the gates of hell shall not prevail. I have the keys. Jesus claimed those keys, friend, and nobody taking the keys out of God's hand. Let's get that straight. 
Ain't nobody taking the keys out of God's hand. And they're not going to take it and rip it out of the church neither because he's the head of this thing. He's in control, and he always has and he always will have a people that are called by his name so that the time will come when he'll speak to the north and say, give them up, and to the south, give them. You're not going to be able to hold back God's people. The grave is not going to be able to hold back God's people. East and west, north and south, they're going to rise up, and they're going to glorify the king of kings and the Lord of lords and I want you to know in this day and hour in which we live right now we want to glorify him we want to praise him my praise I will not give to another belongs to God and God alone and everybody said praise the Lord let's lift our hearts with our hands and love him Give him the glory. The glory. Let's come around the front and give God the glory. Give God the glory. glory, glory. Give, God give God the glory. The glory. Come on now. the glory. Our hearts are raised with our hands. Our mouths are open. Our voices are lifted up. We are praising the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. We praise you for balance. Oh yeah. Come on now. Worshiping him. Jesus is against you. 